Hey guys, welcome to Performance Medicine Audio. This is another episode of Dictations. Uh, this conversation between myself and Dr. Rogers, we, we talk about integrative primary care. And um, integrative primary care is kind of a new term for um, integrative medicine in a primary care setting. And it's really interesting to hear him talk about kind of his evolution as a doctor from a family practice doctor in the traditional setting to a family practice doctor in a more integrative setting. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, It's a really good listen because it's going to help you kind of navigate where, uh, how you're going to do your healthcare in the future. Um, We believe that that this is the future of medicine and more and more people are going to be doing it this way. Um, so it's going to be good for patients and, and providers to kind of be in the know about what's going on. So uh, anyways, I'm going to let you get to the conversation. I hope you enjoy it uh, and we'll see you next week. Here's the conversation between Dr. Rogers and myself on integrative primary care. All right. So Dr. Rogers and I are, are sitting here and, and, we we talk a lot about integrative medicine, and it's in a, a lot of our um, doctors' notes. It's 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 on our website. It's it's how we've typically, um, I guess typically asso- we we've associated with that um, category of medicine, and you know after listening to Doctor Wheel and and the way he. Uh, he spoke about integrative medicine is that he actually compartmentalized integrative medicine and broke it down even further to integrative primary care. And I know that connected with you. What what do you think integrative primary care is? That's a kind of a good term for it. Um, you know, people think about medicine either one of two ways allopathic which is traditional medicine and alternative medicine which can include a lot of things and you know basically what I do and I went you know I did do a, a fellowship and board certification in uh, integrative or they some people call it functional medicine um, and what integrated medicine to me is trying to find the root cause of the problem instead of just thought, labeling it as this or that disease and you know and treating it with a medication so I think it, it just it's a better way of practicing medicine because it looks at the cause of the the disease or problem that you have instead of um, just the treatment of something you're calling a disease sometimes I think they even make up names for new diseases just to make a new drug for it um, I can give you a bunch of examples of that. But I do like, you know, what I do in my practice is kind of combine the best of uh, traditional medicine and integrative, or if you want to call it alternative. I don't like that term alternative because it's really not alternative. It's a real thing. It works. Um, So I I think that... um, what makes our practice a little different is that we we use common sense for one thing, and um, we use the experience of uh, many years of practicing family practice where you see a little bit of everything. And then when you dive into it and um, start looking at some of the 
the the new ways of looking at things um, and the new models of aging and it, it becomes just a little different thing that I enjoy. One thing that I've like even as you were talking there, the thing that I think that makes it integrative primary care versus just integrative medicine is the relationship between you and the patients. Integrative medicine to me in a way is like destination medicine. People travel to it. And I think integrative primary care is bringing that integrative mindset to a patient population that sees you on a regular basis. You know, so not only are you, you know, helping them with their, you know, helping them manage their hormones, but you're also, you know, seeing them when they're not feeling well and, and uh, when they need a pack, for instance, and all the typical family practice primary care stuff. Does that, does that make sense to you or? Yeah, I think what, um, what I like to do, the way I've really changed my practice over the years is um, to teach other doctors how to kind of approach medicine in a little different way. Uh, my ultimate goal is to teach uh, many doctors how to do the things that I've been doing in the last 13 years and to explain that a little bit uh, we're taught to you know when a patient comes in our office we we look at their blood pressure we look at their cholesterol their sugar levels their thyroid and if they fall within an outside parameter we're just quick to just throw them on a medicine and you know really the way medicine has evolved we don't traditional doctors don't have the time to sit down and instead of saying, "You're Joe, your blood pressure's 150 over 95, we're going to have to treat you with a medicine, what you really need to do is say, Joe, you know, what, what's your lifestyle like? What do you eat? Are you active? Do you exercise? Um, does high blood pressure run in your family? Um, what do you drink? Um, how much sleep do you get at night? Is your gut working normally? And kind of get a feel for other things that could be causing their blood pressure to go up. Um, are there certainly their sugar levels to go up? Um, I find we can treat almost all type 2 diabetics you know, without medications if they get on the right kind of food and exercise program. <clears throat> Same thing with cholesterol. You know, I'm not really quick... To throw somebody on a statin just because their, because their cholesterol is 250. I try to talk to them about their diet first and and maybe some um, more natural things they can do to lower that without putting them on a what can be a very dangerous medicine called a statin. That's so interesting. I think I think the difference between like a traditional primary care practice and an integrative primary care practice like performance medicine is three or four questions after you find out, okay, what their blood pressure is, you know, you know, a typical or a traditional family practitioner might, you know, look at those numbers and immediately go towards, you know, a certain blood pressure medication. Whereas in an integrated primary care practice, it's, you get those same numbers and then you follow up with those three or four questions you mentioned to figure out whether or not they really need that medication or whether or not they just need to 
tweak their lifestyle a bit or right and, and also I found that we, we really don't we use a little bit more extensive set of lab panels um, you know for example looking at when you look at cholesterol you don't just look at the total the HDL LDL good and the bad you look at the particle size you look at the you know whether they're a plaque former sometimes you look at genetics um, you see how inflamed that is. Um, sometimes we'll look at their uh, some of their gut testing to see, you know, how that's working. A lot of times, I'll have somebody come in with autoimmune diseases, which they tend to come to me for. And you know, I, the first thing I I go for, of course, is their gut. How's your gut working? And most of the time, it's out of sync, and that's maybe what caused it in the first place. Probably is. If you look, trace it back, but so it's just a more comprehensive way of looking at things, and sometimes it, it does take more time to kind of delve into it. But um, what you're trying to do is keep these people off as many um, medications as possible, and use more things like the right kind of foods, the right kind of vitamins and supplements, and sleep and exercise and um, look at their adrenal glands and, um, you know, get their weight down usually and, you know, things like that that are more common sense, but, um, uh, really teasing that out of them and getting to know them is sometimes can be an art form. Um, <coughs> I think the difference between a good, um, primary care doctor and a great one is a great primary care doctor really um, knows how to you know find the root of the problem and, and also um, can kind of know when something's serious enough to really work it up to the hilt so um, that's kind of the way I approach it step in a stepwise manner a stepwise manner explain that just a little bit further because You've you've mentioned that a couple times to me off, uh, you know, off offline. Well, you know, some of these these clinics that um, some of the integrated medical clinics um, in some of the large cities, you know, I visit them, and and a lot of times they will, you know, spend three hours with you uh, as a new patient and charge you four or five thousand dollars and run every test in the book. For most people. That's just not real practical. So I like to, to hit the you know the the areas that they're most concerned about and that I'm the most concerned about first, and kind of work it up, you know, from uh, one step at a time instead of just bombarding them and spending all their money and then getting so complex with it that um, you're going down a rabbit hole and you're not really in the end. Your goal is to help that patient, so sometimes I'll see that happening, and that you know turns a lot of people off, and they feel like they've wasted a lot of time and money. But so I, I try to make it practical and affordable, and again, I can chase it down a rabbit hole too. I've got all the tools to do it and the know-how, but um, try to be uh, discerning about you know who you go down that pathway with, and if you have a lot of experience, you can kind of um, no, without doing all that, what's safe and and maybe what the root cause of the problem is. It's almost like you're trying to get at those one or two biggest problems, you know, 
solve those and see if those solve all the other problems. Right. You know, right. by solving those one or two, you know, you also solve the four or five or six that um, that might be smaller problems. Yeah, exactly right. Like if you get somebody's gut straightened out and all of a sudden their immune system gets better. Um, right. You know, you may find a food allergy that was causing a major problem with their stomach or esophagus um, or lower bowels and straighten that out and all of a sudden they feel better and they, and they start um, eating better and, they, and then they start feeling better so they start exercising and uh, moving and losing weight their brain starts working better and so um, yeah you're right if you can sometimes solve the couple of the most major problems um, like a lot of times I'll get patients that come in that have seen 10 or 20 doctors including a lot of specialists and uh, they'll come to me saying I'm their last hope for some reason <laughs> um, I kind of laugh at that a lot of times but um, so and they they bring me so much and they have so much on the list that they write down that it would overwhelm most anybody so I try to pick out the you know, a couple of things that really bother them the most and start out there. And a lot of times you'd be surprised at, uh, you know, how easy it is to kind of turn their lives around. Like they may, they may probably have low hormones or unbalanced hormones. That's a major cause of problems in the, in the baby boomer population where I am and where a lot of the patients I see are. I think it's perfectly depicted in, you know, we did a, a podcast and a doctor's note on the on uh, the elephant in the, the exam room, which is often that the, you know, the patient's simply obese. And, you know, I feel like that's one of those things that you've really attacked, be, meaning, you know, the patient's overweight. Let's figure out how to get them to lose 20, 50 pounds right. and see what medications they get off of after doing that. Right. The problem is obesity is a very complex metabolic disease and those people have been told well you know you just need to exercise more and eat less which is, just doesn't work I mean it's it's a those people aren't lazy they may eat wrong they probably do but it's a it's a very complex medical problem obesity is, is what I've found out through the years and you have to really um, look at a lot of things when you're you're looking at both from not only nutritional and but psychological, gut wise, hormone wise, um, insulin wise. So there's a lot of parameters that you have to look at. But I guess even with obesity, you know, you're probably approaching that with a stepwise um, approach. You know. Sure, I do. You o know, otherwise you'd be in there three or four hours every time you saw the patient. That's just not practical. So. Um, I do like the stepwise approach, and it works. Um, I think that's a great place to end, Dr. Rogers, uh, talking about integrated medicine and integrative primary care. Um, Dr. Rogers, thank you for your time, uh, and we will see you again uh, next week. Thanks, Ben. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, we've got two asks for you. Um, one, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, um, please subscribe. Uh, it helps us be found in iTunes, uh, and it also um, alerts you every time we post one. 
Um, like I like I, as you know, we post these about once a week on on Mondays. Um, the next thing is if you haven't written of a review or or rated the podcast, we'd really appreciate the feedback, uh, good or bad. Uh, we'd love to see it so we can make this um, something that 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 brings you guys a, a lot of value. Um, so two things: subscribe if you haven't, um, and give us a rating, give us a review, and let us know what we can do better. We'd really appreciate it. Have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next time.